sip wine, wine, wine. Kick my feet up when I get tired. And as I recline, take another sip, let my thoughts unwind, wine. Sip it and spilling it. Sip it and spilling, sip it and spilling the tea. What is popping, everyone? What's poppin'? How you niggas doing? Niggas is doing what niggas do well. Let's be a bad bitch, you know? That's just when you can say pussy popping. No, that's when you not. say pussy popping. No, I'm choosing to, to save the pussy popping for another motherfucking day. I'm just saying, day. there was a perfect time to be saying mm-hmm. we popping pussy. I'm a bitch of many hats, and right now I choose to be a classy hoe, okay? And with this hat, I wasn't going to say pussy popping on the handstand. I was going to say, you know, I'm feeling sophisticated. I'm feeling like, you know, that bitch. That's how I'm feeling. So how are you feeling? It's given bad bitch. Hey. It's given boss bitch. It's given never ever treat me like I'm average. Her. It's giving the weather's trash. Mm. It's giving we're still looking good. Her. It's giving this is a season finale. It's giving season finale. It's giving we are doing great things with what we are doing and moving and shaking like how we're supposed to be moving and shaking. Bigger, better, better bitches. It's giving we should have a story time, but I'm trying to figure out what it should be. I'm thinking, did I even have a story time? I feel like my life has been very lame. Why y'all niggas haven't took me out on a date lately? That's what I'm thinking right now. I'm like, I go on dates, but do I go on dates or do dates go on me? I don't really have a story time. The only story time I have is when that nigga was talking shit on, on my text messages when I was just like, whatever. Yeah. Y'all niggas haven't made our life exciting in a minute. Yeah. And, and I, I hate that for y'all. Like, y'all give us a reason to make bitches hate y'all more. <laughs> they haven't done anything, but you know what we're doing? What we're doing. The girls are back at it again with another messy-ass episode of Sip and Spill. We create conversations all while. Sipping wine. I go by the name of Thug Motherfucking Sammy. And I am ambitious. Sunshine on me. Terrain. I like that song. I love that song. I, Lotto's growing on me. I think she's growing on me too. Yeah. You know when I'm always like when I'm always trying to figure out if I like a um I think it's harder for me to like a female rapper than it is for me to like a male rapper. Is and it I'm because just, of misogyny and the patriarchy? Maybe. Wow. And I want to be a feminist so fucking bad, but I just feel like I'm always like why like, are we harder on women than men? Him and woman rappers? Yeah. I just feel like because I feel like you you have to be more. And we already said that last episode. You gotta be sexy, you know how to dance, how to entertain, you have to do all that. Like you have to be you have to do more than men to I mean it's like, that's fucking life. We had to work ten times harder than men mm-hmm. to be considered like as equals. Yeah, but I'm I'm definitely not harder on female performers or rappers and male rappers and performers. Um, I shoot them equally. I, the only reason I did not not like Lotto at first because of her name was Mulatto. Yeah, and I felt like why would that be your name? But um, I've always been a big fan of female rappers, and I love how female rappers are now taking over the game. They really like, are. Though. They took over the game and they're running, and they I love that for us. The game. They so are. yeah, shout out to Big Lotto. I love your album. Seven 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 was great. You had a lot of good features. Um, yeah. Did we talk about her last week too? I don't know. Yeah, we did. What did we say about we her? We said that people said that she didn't deserve what she got. And they said she yeah, Tuesday, we yeah. did. We did. And shout out to who else? All the female rappers around the world. Like y'all are doing a great thing. Shout like, out Cardi B. Cardi B, Meg Thee Style, um, um, Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj, Chica. Yeah, y'all are great. So if you haven't already, which I don't know why you wouldn't, because you haven't been following this journey for almost two years. Oh my God, two years! You can find us on all social media networks except Twitter, which is Sip and Spill One. At the real Sip and Spill, except Girl, Twitter, I'm gonna say is... I, I noticed you didn't say it, and I was going, I was going double back, but I was like, you know what? Except Twitter, which is Sip and Spill One. You can follow us on Instagram, our Twitter, yep, our TikToks. Our reels, our our sip and review when you send that shit, we review it. Our Facebook, our YouTube, 
you know, we're we got content dropping, and like we keep saying, everything is word of mouth right now. We have merch out. Merch is officially out, y'all. So yes. bear with us while we try to figure out what's going on with websiting. Because we're not I feel doing like, a website, so we're gonna make an Instagram page. Uh, is Instagram page strictly for that, but just for the merch. just for merch. Yeah. Oh, and then they can DM us their, their orders. Just yeah, call, okay. Like, well, Nel, yeah, well, Nell text who don't got website be doing. Yeah, we're just not doing a website, yeah. but you know, we're gonna definitely do it the nigga way until the niggas get it together. It's not the nigga way. Let's not say that. It's it's the it's a way. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's the way. It's it's the way that works for us right now. Exactly. Okay. So now let's get some, some would you rather. Okay. So would you rather? Would you rather have a dog that looks like a baby or a baby that looks like a dog? I would definitely have a dog that looks like a baby. Okay. Because we already treat dogs like babies. We're like, who is we? Oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely treat dogs like they're babies. I like carry them, hold them. I treat I treat dogs how white people treat dogs. Like. Okay. With so much love and care and whenever you see when you get excited. So, yeah. I love that. Would you rather be able to talk to animals or be able to speak multiple languages? Multiple languages. Fuck these animals. I want to fucking talk to animals. I don't give a fuck about animals like that. I just feel like, you remember when you be watching Dr. Doolittle? And he's like, oh my God, that's how dogs really fucking feel? I don't give a fuck. Um, I'd rather be <laughs> able to be multilingual. I don't know if that's word. Bilingual. Um, <laughs> well, bilinguages too. So, I'd rather be multilingual. Per. You know, so yeah, I want to I speak Japanese, you know, a little Espanol, some French, some Korean. Why do we always do French like that? Like they talk like that. Because this is how they talk. I know, but we say French. <laughs> like we're rolling our tongue, but that's what they do in Spanish. <laughs> so do French people. Do they really roll tongues? Yeah. I'm going to have to check up on that. Yeah, they roll their tongue too. They and they go, and they do, you know. I was on French Twitter and um, not French Twitter, French TikTok, and this white lady moved to France, and there was this moving guy. He was the only one moving her shit, and she was telling him how she had to move, how he had to move all her shit upstairs for her because she was sixteen, she had a bad back, and he was just speaking French to her, and he was just like, "What this crazy lady? I don't know what you want from me, you know." So I'm like, "Damn, that's really how they talk." <laughs> So I was going to see some right. facts so we can get some motherfucking tea time. Tea, tea time. time. So as y'all know, this is our season finale. So here, I here, had here. to, you know, pop champagne, you know, little, little, um, what's it called? Celebration. Um, this is La, Mar La Marca. I want to say La Marca. Um, it is a Prosecco. It has 11% alcohol. It is a medium sweet. Um, it has a tasty, crisp finish, sparkling wine with the aromas of... Freshly baked green apples. I love green apples. I know, but do you bake green apples? Yeah, if you're doing apple crisp. You bake, you put it in the oven? You yeah, put, if oh. you're doing apple crisp, you like put the stuff over it, and then it's like they make the um, apples softer, and the crispy shit crispy. Yeah, my favorite apples are honey crisp apples. I hate sweet apples. Sweet apples are just like not not it. I love sweet apples. This is not going to pop crazy, girl. I know how to then pop a champagne bottle. Shots and then pop bottle. Oh! I told you. She don't fucking listen to me. And I saw how you was holding it. You was, this is what you did. You said this, 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 this. That's exactly what you fucking did. Ah, but that's the whole point of champagne. It's supposed to spill over just a little I, bit. You know what my fucking um, regular does? He does like dumb shit where he'll like pour liquor on his fucking watch so people know it's fucking real. Nigga, we know it's real. Like, you that's don't have to do. do period. I'm like, I hate that. That's normal. I hate that for them. Like, they you don't have to prove everything is real. Just to pour on their watch. But don't pour it on me because I punched a nigga with that for that before. So. I'm going to say, don't pour it on me because my watch is going to turn off. <laughs> <laughs> so, cheers to another messy ass season yes. of the real sip and spill. Ow. Just do it, bitch. I'm not. You want to be classy so bad. 
Very crispy. It's very crispy. I do not like anything crispy except Coke, but I could... <laughs> you're so annoying because y'all know I'm talking about soda. Y'all are so... I knew you were talking about soda. So him laughing like that made it seem like I was talking about the powder. But no, um, Girl, I just don't... Do Coke, just say that. If you want me to do Coke, just if say that. If you want to do drugs, just say that. Clear, because why... Black people talk about drugs a lot. Like you, you be talking about how many times are you talk about coke this season? I talked about it enough for y'all to know that <laughs> drugs are bad. If you want to try the drugs, okay, we can do it together. I am sick. But anyways, <laughs> I'm not big on um, proseccos and or white wines. We all know that, but I I can fuck with this for today because it has enough dryness that I can fuck with. It's a medium sweet. It's not like I don't think it's sweet at all. I don't think it's sweet either. I like it. Yes, it's it's dry and bubbly. And that's that's like a weird ass combination. Bubbly. I got that bubbly. So let's get into this motherfucking tea time. Tea time. So let's get into this man who is in. Hold on, he's in jail for. Um, is he in jail? Yeah, he's he's in jail. That's for funny. <laughs> sending um bomb threats to Merriam-Webster about their definition over. The his word name is female. Jeremy Davids. By I was going to say I was literally looking up his name as yeah. I spoke about it, but I looked it up. His name is Jeremy Davids, and he was just really upset about how they changed the definition of female because mm -hmm. now they made it more inclusive. Mm -hmm. And he was like, anyone who's born biologically a male cannot be defined a female. So this new definition upset him so much to the fact that he felt the need to threaten the uh, dictionary. The dictionary. That is that's one alone is funny too. But I feel like we were talking about this like you know a few days ago. We're like. The inclusion has to always happen when it comes to LGBT. Because if you leave mm -hmm. them out, it's like, that's the shit that happens. People mm -hmm. will get mad. So I, was he a cis man or was he a trans man? He was a straight man. He was upset. And he was that? He was well, a, fine. He was a, a business cis straight man. He was upset because the, word, the definition of female was more inclusive. And I'm like, you're not even a female. Like, the actual women aren't Why mad about the change business. of Why definition. Why is he so pressed? I'm telling you, that's, not, that's what we always say, men being bitches business for no reason. For no reason. The fact that it made you so mad. That you sending bomb threats to Merriam-Webster. Who the fuck is Merriam-Webster? I think he did. Is it a woman? Merriam-Webster. Merriam. I think Merriam's a man. I think that's a girl. Okay. Sounds like a girl. But I mean... Let us not be politically incorrect. You know, it might be a they, them. What if Marion Webster's not even a person? It's just a name. What if it's just a fucking name? Yeah. But we always assume it's somebody else. It's somebody. Okay. So, it's not, nothing popping up right now. So, let's get into some more pressing matters. DJ Envy and his wife. Okay. I don't know. I think I respect, um, like, they, I had, there was a tweet on Instagram. No, not on Instagram. A tweet on Twitter that said, this is the reason why we like Beyonce and Jay-Z, because they don't talk to us. Yeah. Like, we like our little fake narratives we put up in our fucking heads, and we just can live with that. Like, Will and Jada, y'all are finally it's talking to us. It's a man. I told you. You told me. I said it was a man. Oh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh, oh, my God. Naomi wants to be right, so look, I told you, bitch. I want to be right so <laughs> bad. bad. I was like, girl, it's a man. But fast forward yeah. to what I was saying. Yeah, it's like when celebrities talk to us and make us feel like we're actually important, it diminishes their exclusivity. If that makes sense. Is that the sure. word? I don't feel like I should have that much access to you where you're responding to shit that I made up in my head. Don't you like celebrities more when we have access to them? Because I feel like that's why Cardi B is Cardi B because we were able to, we feel like we have a relationship with no, her. No, we feel like we get to know her. Like we, we're getting to know her personality. We don't know her fucking business. 
That's true. We, we do not know anything. Like, when she was going through shit with all said, she didn't say shit. Yeah. But when it was like, you know, so I'm saying she didn't respond to anything outside of like her live. And she was so like, let's talk about what DJ Envy and Gia was talking about. Yeah. We didn't even get to that. So Gia was on an interview and she was saying how for the first 10 years of their relationship, that's a long time. They he did not know how to make her orgasm, and she would fake it just for his ego to make him feel good about it. And it took him a while to learn her body and to learn how what made over her, ten years to learn a bitch's body. Who else him, was he fucking? Let's find out. It took him a while to learn her body and learn what would make her, you know, climax. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's honestly it's both of their fault. Yeah, it's her fault for allowing him to believe he was doing it. He was satisfying her. And he wasn't. And it's his fault for him not even asking the questions to mm-hmm. make sure what he was doing absolutely. was satisfying. Yeah. So me being me, I will absolutely would not have sex with a man who can't satisfy me. Mm-hmm. Um, I will and have before stopped in the middle of it because I was not enjoying it. I have no reason to make you feel good about yourself. But you if, know, if the sex isn't good for me, sex is to me, I feel like does not have to be good for only one person. Facts. I will not allow myself to have bad sex to make, to appease your ego. And if you are giving me bad sex, I will give you the opportunity to correct it. You know, I'll give you a couple more chances to be like, Hey, this is what I like. And if you continuously to not do what I like or can't get to the level where I like it, I'm going to leave you alone. I don't believe in one bad fuck, you know, that's it. Cut him off. Like, yeah. you know, people, guys get nervous. You know, it's not sex the first time. It's sometimes awkward. You never know. Awkward. Yeah. So it's not, I don't believe in cutting niggas off the first time of bad sex, but if it's like three, four, five times and he's still not doing a good job, it's time to let the nigga go. Okay. Well, I'm on the other side of it. Cause I like to feed your ego. Cause I feel like feeding your ego is always also ultimately it's going to work out for me in the long term. Okay. So I think it's very performative. Like I feel like sex is like, sometimes you have to go over the top. Like you're like, Oh, ah, uh, you know? So I think that sometimes it takes a little, um, incentive to maybe make them feel better so they can do better. You know, okay. it's, like, it's like, it's like dangling. So if he, she was doing that. He still wasn't doing better for 10 years. So, but we all, we also know if we're talking about context, he cheated on her and she like this in the third. So he, well, was, this, this was the first 10 years of relationship. DJ he was cheating, Envy, yeah, he was cheating on her. DJ Envy met his wife when he was 16 and they were 14. So the first 10 years of the relationship, that means, did you know how to fuck at 14? I did not. I wasn't even fucking when I was 14. Exactly. But I'm saying the first 10 years, that means the time when she was 14, 14 to the time 20, she was 24, 24, the time he was 16, the time he was 26. By 26, real. Some you should be having... By the time you're 24, 25, 26. I some grown-ass men that don't know how to fuck. So it's like, I can't blame him. But like you said, he didn't ask the right questions. He didn't ask the right questions. Because most men, they want to believe that the moans are all you need. And yeah. I'm going to give you the moans. And... I just, I don't enjoy having sex if I'm not orgasm too. Like, it's not fair for you just to get your nut off and okay. I don't. Like, well, respectfully, not every woman orgasms every time they have okay. sex. Okay, orgasm, so, come. Um, they're two different things. They're two different things. So either you, either I come or I orgasm. Of course, I don't always get to orgasm. But, but if coming, I come, if I can't at least come, come that's, that's not fair. That's a problem. That's but a I'm problem. like, how are you not coming for 10 years though? What, what was wrong well, with- Well, she said orgasm. She didn't say come. Oh, okay. So at least he, he, she was getting, she was getting part of it. She didn't get to- well, We don't, we don't know if she was getting part of it. Okay, well, respectfully, so not every man can probably make you orgasm. So I'm not going to lie. I've had men take me to fucking ecstasy. And then some men I was having sex with, but it was good. It just wasn't. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, it wasn't that it was. Uh, we we always, we don't know if it was bad sex. I'm going to say, yeah, you can't equate that orgasm. We just know that it wasn't. He didn't know orgasm. how to please her. That's all we know. So he was probably are still you have, sure, Are you sure that he didn't know how to please her? Did she say that? She said for the first 10 years of relationship, he did not know what he was doing. 
But does that mean that she wasn't enjoying it, though? That's I don't know, because I don't know. That's not what she said. But from what I, I watched the whole thing, and she said the first 10 years of relationship, he wasn't doing what he was supposed to be doing. And he has, it took time for her to, like, tell him, like, hey, this is what I like. You know, but she I was like, so into appeasing his ego, making him feel like a man. I can appe- You can do two things at once. So you can mm-hmm. appease someone's ego and let them know that, hey, you did the fuck out of eating my pussy, but... Yeah, I have no desire to appease anyone's ego. If you're (laughs) not doing what you're supposed to do, I'm not going to pretend. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to sit there. I told you, old boy was fucking me one time, and I was watching TV because it was bad. I'm sick. So I'm not going to make you feel good about yourself. If you're doing a bad job, you're doing a bad job. Sammy is a very hard one to crack. I hate that for you I'm not a hard one to crack. I just, I've had guys who made me, (laughs) and it was great, and I've, I've rewarded them accordingly. Oh. But if you yes. don't do what you... We like the rewards. Yeah, if you're doing a great job, I'm going to let you know you're doing a great job and I'm going to treat you like you're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. But if you're not, you're not. And I'm not going to pretend that you are okay. just to make you feel better about yourself because then again, you're going to go ahead and fuck the next bitch and you, it's going to be a cycle. And you're I'm going to say, gonna hey, keep... the next bitch ain't got shit to do with me. Because this trash dick might cycle. be fucking golden dick to her. It's all subjective. Let's be real. Dick is subjective. So let's get into it. There was this man that made this whole post that he asked a girl that he's been speaking with or like they've been dating. I don't know if they was dating. They were talking for like a year. He said, yeah, they've been talking. He said, we've been talking for a minute. I asked this girl for $100 and she kept asking me, when am I going to get it back? What you going to do do with it? What do you need it for? A whole bunch of shit. And he said that he just planned a trip for them where he's paying all for majority of the fucking trip, and she's asking him for what he's gonna do with $100. So, for me- You wanna read the whole thing? Oh, you wanna read the whole thing? Yeah, okay. so they can get some context behind it. I asked this woman I've been talking talking to for a minute for $100. I get a, what do you need it for? When do I get it back? A whole bunch of questions, LOL. I planned a trip for us in the mountains in Colorado for four days. Hotel per night is $200. White water rafting, one fifty per person. Zip lining, one twenty five per person. Hot air balloon, two fifty four person. U S V U S U V S U V. I not not me over trying to make special this a special unit. I know, right? <laughs> S U V rental, eighty dollars a day. Not to mention food costs. I had all this covered. Just canceled everything and got my deposits back. I didn't need the hundred dollars. I was just seeing if this was the type of response I would get if I asked for it. I didn't ask when I did get my money back or when I was planning the vacation. I was just handling business. People don't think long term. That's true. People don't think long term. Mm-hmm. I think I. In that position, do you feel like you would give a man a hundred dollars? Um, that you've been talking to, and y'all have a trip planned. Like I'm, he she didn't know the trip was planned. Though. Oh, she didn't know. No, okay. she didn't know the trip was planned. Um, to me, I don't think there's anything wrong with her asking. What do you need it for? I feel like if someone asks you for money, um, if it's not like someone that's like my cousin or my friends or whatever, I'm just like okay. But she's been talking to him because you know me. If a man that I'm talking to like ask you for money, ask me. I mean, they don't. But I'm saying, I mean, if a men, man you're talking to ask you for money for a hundred dollars, yeah. I will give it to him because I'm able to. Yeah. So I feel like no one's going to ask you if they didn't really need it. But he he did it as a test. But I feel the like The thing some, about testing people, I'm going to fail every time. I don't feel like you should test people in relationships. I, I feel like you shouldn't. But I'm saying yeah. I, I know men and their ego. So I feel like if you're asking, I think you genuinely need it. I don't think you're just trying to ask me for $100 for nothing. Yeah. And respectfully, because we are blessed. I want to say I am 
humbly blessed to be able to give you a hundred dollars and not think mm-hmm. twice about it. But I do understand that some women are like, why the fuck are you asking me for money? Cause yeah. you're a man, but we got to stop putting this idea in our head that only like, you know, only men can, you know, cause I've had somebody send me a hundred dollars. I didn't ask for. Okay. So I can only imagine if he was asking for a hundred dollars. I'm like, bro, you got it. Cause you gave me money without me even fucking asking. Right. So something about a man fixing his lips to ask me for money does not sit right in my <laughs> I'm spirit. Sick. I knew that was but coming. Also, if we're like in a relationship and you ask me for money, I so really... they have to be in a relationship with you. Yeah, if you're, if you're my man, talk, if you're talking to them, yeah. and it's like very, very high sensory. So like, if I'm, we're if we're like in a, one of those in, inclusive, exclusive talking relationships, and you ask me for money. More than likely, I will give it to you. Yeah. And if we're dating and you ask me for money, I'm definitely going to oh, yeah. give it to of you. Of course, when we're dating. But we don't, I don't know the um, level of the relationship because some niggas plan shipped after a month of talking. You That's know? a fact. So some but niggas I mean, plan shipped after three days of talking. But respectfully, it's $100. It's $100. It's and not much. I'm going to say, if you're asking me for 1000 that's where I'm like, what you need it for when I'm going to get it back. But 100 because I know if you if we are thinking long term, it's like an act of service. It's like, yeah. you know what? I'm cool with it because I'm like, they always say only give away money that you know you are okay with mm-hmm. never getting back. Like, even yeah. when you like borrow your friend, like say my, I ask you $50, maybe I might give it to you, maybe I might not. And you have to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. So they say only give away money that you're okay with not getting back. Yeah. So I don't think $100 I don't is, think you've ever asked me for money. I've never asked you for money. Yeah. So I don't think maybe, I've ever asked you for money. Ever. But maybe yeah. I should ask you. <laughs> Come on, baby. I know you're getting some tax money back. Bitch, I know you're getting some tax money back. back. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, it's all all the level of relationship. I know me, if I'm just talking to someone and he asked me for money, I'm going to look at him weird. But, like, the the type of men I talk to never Never ask ask. me for money. Exactly. I'm I'm, I'm buying niggas gifts and they over here feeling like they the bitch. I'm like. Yeah, so it's just. I love you, nigga. It's just your relationship with that person. And I feel like it was wrong for him to cancel everything because she asked him what he needed for it. Because what if she? But just, I feel like it was. What if the, she I got like, it like that? I feel like the follow. Okay, but the follow up question of like, when am I gonna get it back? I feel like, bro, yeah. just just say, just say, what do you need it for? And if he tells you he needs it for this, and and you, then that's and you, it. And you don't have enough money for it, say, hey. And the thing is, if someone ever asks me for money and I don't got it, I'm gonna find a way to help but, you. And again, again, I think when I, now that I think about it, when people ask me for money, I've never asked them what they needed it for. We never I just, do. I just gave give it to, it to them. them because that shows you what kind of heart we have. And she probably doesn't. Yeah. She probably doesn't have it like that. That's probably why she's asking. But I feel like that's too intrusive. What if he had to pay fucking child support? Or maybe he his my lights are money off. is not going to help you pay child. No, support. I'm not going to lie to you. I literally was dating someone. I mean, you know about. It. I don't even think I told you the story. I was dating this guy, and I went over his house, and his fucking lights were off, and I had to give him money for him to put his lights on, but he gave it right back to me. But I'm saying I gave him money. <laughs> I had to transfer it into his account. <laughs> yes, I never told you this story, but I was like, I've done it before, and I, I sent him Why like I think one seventy five, like. Um, but if he had, the, if he gave it right back, why couldn't he just pay his light bill? We'll we'll get into that after when we're not on camera, baby. <laughs> so honestly, that's all I really have to say about it. If I got it and I'm able to do it, I'm gonna do it because it's mm-hmm. coming from a loving spot. So that's what it. if you barely like him. If I barely like him, it wouldn't be the same. But I'm like, but me, you know me. I'm in love after three days just because I just like that way. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped liking you three days later. But that's not the point. I did what I did because my heart was there right. before my mind was there. Yeah, and that's, that's a problem. That's always but the problem. But you know what? You got the money back, so that's all that matters. I got the money right but... back. Let's get into what we were here to fucking talk about. So as you know, this is our season finale. Season. 
finale season and we're just gonna do a little uh walk in memory lane like a we do this every yeah every season finale i feel like we always like we did it for last season too yeah i mean it was we were talking about the 2000s early 2000s okay. but i feel like we still like overall right we talked about our season well i like to end the season this way like let's just talk about all the good the bad the ugly the crazy you know just a little just to remind y'all and help remind us what we've really, how much really grown and changed throughout the whole grown. season. We have grown, yeah. So, what are our personal journeys? You want you want to start, or you want me to start? You start. Okay, so our personal journeys. Well, your mine, personal mine. journey. I I always put our journeys together, and I swear that they're synonymous. Even though that sometimes, even though we're dealing it together, we do it differently. Yeah. I think the journey for season three was um very awakening. It was showing me that I need to be more proactive with certain things. And I literally have thought for the longest time, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm proactive, I do this, I do that. So I feel like the journey in season three has been very transformative because it's like I, um, it's giving a lot of self-reflection on things that I can do better and or um, what I'm not doing or what I am doing and mm -hmm. how to progress on that. So my journey was pretty much like, Every fucking other journey where we're being bad bitches, but I'm trying to be a better bitch than I was doing. And you know, all that good shit. So I'm trying. We're, we're, we're active working bad bitches. So how was your journey? My personal journey for this season was um, pretty much how for us to make this, what we're doing, lucrative. Mm -hmm. um, this season for me was about making money. And yes, we did make some money. Yeah, we did. You know, we were able to, you know, here and there get some. We, we even got some people offering us stuff. We got people who wanted us to join, yeah. you know, their channels. We got a lot of, I feel like, opportunities this year. So my journey this year was how can I um, take what we've gotten this year and make it more? Yeah. Like, how can I make us in those spaces that we are able to make a lot of money and get those sponsorships and everything is always like, okay, we're, we got here, we got here. And then we're just stagnant, stagnant. Yeah. You know, I feel like we make progress and then we just get really like, I don't want to say lazy with it, but we don't push as far as we can push. I want, we definitely I, do get lazy. Let's call it what it is. A spade okay. Is a spade. We get lazy with it. And I, I just want us to be, I just want us to reach our full potential and we will. And, yeah, I think we will, but I I want us to make an effort in getting there. It's it's not always the journey. It's not always like oh, the universe is not gonna it's not gonna let us down. We can get there. The universe it's, is never gonna let us down. It's always also putting in the effort to get there. Also, like you just can't rely on you know our talent. Our talent is great. You know that's not the problem. The talent is there. The problem is I feel like put making us push it putting us in those doors like what can we do to progress let's get those qr codes let's get those merch out let's you know make the content let's you know um what's the word network more let's go when whenever we go out make sure we're talking about our podcast like just little stuff we can do to you know let's go to like radio stations like whatever we can do it on days off to make sure we we want to be where we need to be yeah, because you know, we want to make this a career. Yeah, this is not a, just a, a a project or like yeah. something fun that we do. We put a lot of time and effort into this thing and, and to money. make it beautiful and to make and it money what y'all want and, and money. money. <laughs> so yeah, so highs and lows. A high of this year, I want to say, was all the offers we got. I was literally, that was one of my highs as well. I feel like I was very surprised. I don't know why I'm surprised. I know how good we are. Yeah. But I'm surprised because sometimes our content is not 
the audience of people that have been reaching out to us. The re- our, people who reach out to us is not our target audience. And that's so, and that's what's like, damn, maybe we should be more inclusive. But it's like, I think eventually we can be that way. But I feel like now that we're so like, I, 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 in my mind, I'm just like, I love how, I don't know, I want to say raw, but I just love how we just do it. Yeah. We don't have to think about it. We just like. We just do it. We, we just don't do have it. To. And people still try to. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the people that reached out to the us. The fact that we're so unapologetically black in ourselves and not our target audience is still reaching out to us. I feel like is like we're still, we can, we don't have to change it up. We don't. You know? I feel like we can definitely um, be mindful of certain things, but I feel like we shouldn't have to change. Yeah. Like, Maybe next season we can have a non-white person on the show. That'd be the first time. The first time ever. Oh my God, I love that for us. I mean, <laughs> wow, I never can imagine we did it. We've never done that. Okay, Lowe's. What's a low? Lowe's, I think, even though we got paid for it, I think it was Clubhouse. Oh, fuck yes. Because I felt like a little bit of, we were selling our soul to the devil. It felt like it, yeah. It was just like, we we both did not enjoy it at all. I hated we Clubhouse. We hated doing like, it. And, and the thing is, what would make it even worse, we did it in the morning. And anyone that knows me, I'm not a morning person. Yeah. Some people like, uh-uh-uh. And I'm like, bro, I've been talking for like 30 minutes, but this is too much. And I just opened my eyes. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. It was just a lot of messiness. And like us as people, we we do love a little bit drama mess yeah. here and there, but we like to enjoy it from a distance. We like yeah. to watch it and eat our popcorn. And we like to talk about it amongst our friends. Yeah. Not amongst fucking strangers. And we don't like to be involved in a part of it. And like the mess was just stuff like, why do black women, why do black black men? It's just a lot of like, you know. It was a lot of um, race-based things, race-based that, things that made people triggered. It was a lot of triggering conversations Yeah. That, didn't even not something that I want to put in my my energy space anyways. So for me, a low is us getting lazy because we said we were going to be more proactive and mm-hmm. we've been super lazy and super lax. And I feel like, damn, the time that we used to spend on like editing and shit, I'm like, damn, we both got lazy. We have like mm-hmm. we will bust out reels. We used to bust out reels all the time, being busy as hell. We'll bust out four reels in one day. Mm-hmm. Just know for this next month, while we're taking the time, like a little hiatus, that we are going to hold ourselves accountable to give you content that you appreciate. So we're posting two times a week, maybe even three. That's probably a stretch to say three. Two is probably what we're going to get for y'all, at least. So that's what I'm saying for our highs and lows for my part. And you already said you're low. So let's get into what we can do better. What we can do better. I think we already kind of said what we can do better. It's just be better and be more consistent and posting better, more content. Like, just making sure we do what we say we're going to do. Because yeah. I, I really hate that we were talking about merch, 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 merch. And, like, you- I know it's not our, our fault totally because the website wasn't asked to make. But, honestly. And then it took us 80 years to get our fucking merch, too. It took us a while to start making the website. And it's not even just because we didn't want to, it's because we both work a lot. And not only do we work a lot, we have opposite schedules. Yeah. So it's really hard for us to like get together and do stuff and be like, hey, like let's get it done. You know, but I feel like us making an Instagram page simply for the merch and having people order it to there will be the best way to solve the problem instead of having to make a website. I was gonna say, yeah, that's so crazy that you said that. Cause I'm like, I think I should have changed my low and make that because I feel like I feel like the entire this entire season I feel like all we were very much invested in more was a merch yeah we were more invested in that than content making yeah so I want to say that was probably my low and I feel like learning would be like what we could do better is the content so I'm gonna just switch those even though I just fucking said it yeah mm-hmm. that took a lot of time and you know what I wouldn't change it because it still was a fun experience. It was I a mean, learning process. It was definitely a working process because 
Sammy did not want to outsource for shit. Like I told you, she likes getting it out the mud. Yeah. And I'd be like, can I pay for convenience? I'm such a pay for convenience ass bitch. And Sammy's like, it's more gratifying when you do it yourself. It's like when people say, like when you cook your meal, that you appreciate it more. They fucking lied. Mm. I don't appreciate my meal any fucking more when I cook it myself. Okay. Like, no. I just want to be like, order, order in, please. So. So what was your, I want to know what your favorite episode of the season was. So for me, it was actually really hard to find episodes. There was a lot of good like. episodes this season. I was going to say, I really liked a lot of our episodes this season. What was that episode with Osama? That was season two, baby. Yeah, that was season Shit, two. That was another good episode. But um, no, <laughs> that's crazy. That you thought it was a no. <laughs> but um, I also do like Green Flags Exist. I like Applying Pressure Part Two. I fucking loved that episode. I loved character development. Character development was very much like true to me because you know I I made myself a self-proclaimed um, mental health advocate. So it's like seeing how people think the way they think and why they are built the way they're built. I loved that episode. So those are literally my fucking favorites. So one of my favorite episodes has to be the hookup culture one. Yeah. I don't know why. I just love how just, it was just so spicy. That one you got know, we, so much fucking hate, though. It, it got, got so much hate, love it got hate. loved. It, we know what. Well, we talked our shit in the episode, and we were just unapologetically honest in ourselves. And I loved how just how truthful we were about how yeah, these were. these niggas are sometimes we we can bitches can fuck and leave y'all where you're at too. And I know that makes some of y'all so angry because it's something that y'all supposed to do to us. And so then the you're fact like, that we're she's doing a hoe. Yeah. She has no self-respect, baby. I respect me more than I respect you. Yeah. Another one was the um Green Flags Exist episodes t- two, because we weren't just talking about like negative shit. We were talking about the positive stuff people can do in a relationship that makes you feel like you should be in one with them. And I feel like a lot of times people think we're just talking about negative things and just like niggas ain't shit. But we talked about how the good stuff guys do. Yeah. And we showed like our what's it called? how, you know, um not universal, how like how we can just talk about different things. Yeah. Yeah. So what was your least favorite guest? My least favorite guest was, well, we're talking about season three or like ever. We can do ever if you want to. Okay, ever. It really has to be um, the, 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 the bisexual nigga. Like, I just, what's his name? Davidson? David? It was one of the Sugar Mom episodes. We talking about how bitches love him. Yeah. He's not bisexual, girl. <laughs> okay. I'm sick. Okay. I think he is. Um, that was just because he was just the whole time. He, I just hate when people try to feel like they're too cool for school. Yeah. And he was just trying to sh- show us his sexy voice and be all like. Maybe oh, that's how he really talks, though. But that's not how he really talks. Because when we were talking about this on an episode, he had a normal speaking voice. Mm-hmm. When he was on the episode, he was just like, yeah, you know. Um, I'm a ladies man. He didn't have like a rose tattoo or rose. Girl, go. To, she's giving too many details away for this man, and I'm <laughs> sick of it. It's two years after, so and it's, she's still thinking about it. I, it was just you just really rubbed me the wrong way, and it was just like, dude, like you are not too cool, too cool for school. So if we're talking about an overall season, who I feel like is my unfavorite. I don't want to say the name, but I'm just going to give you reference and you'll know who I'm talking about. It's someone who comes on our podcast and tries to over talk us can 
like try to control the conversation. Oh my god! I, I don't, I don't, I don't like people that do that. Great. Yeah. I dislike people that try to take over our show just as much as I dislike people that don't add to what our show. What if that's just their personalities and they just have but, a larger than life personality? Okay, but if you have a larger than life personality, you have to also know how to read the room because I know I have a very big personality and I know sometimes I have to rein it in because sometimes. Niggas be like, that's just annoying. Or, like, you know, so I feel like you have to think about perception of if you are coming on someone else's show, you're there to add, never mm -hmm. to make it your fucking show. It's not the show. Yeah. It's the real stuff and spill featuring you. Yeah. So know your fucking place, know your lane. Not to be disrespectful, but know your lane because you wouldn't be on this without us. Okay. So just as much as I dislike people that run the show, I don't like people that don't add to our show. So. Yeah. yeah, I don't like that shit. We mm -hmm. had that one episode that wouldn't air where it was someone that I knew. Yeah, and that he was just a had bad episode nothing to, to add. add. Like it was just like you are just such a boring person, and it and was, then guess what we did? We invited his fucking friend. We invited his fucking friend and did the same fucking and did thing. The same thing. So it was oh. Yeah, so we but there hasn't there's only been one episode we haven't aired for this season, and yeah, that was so that's good, that's good, and that wasn't because of fault of our own. So yeah. yeah, we've been really I think better on who uh, to add. But anyways, my least favorite episode I want to say was even though I love these two guys, it had to be the battle of the sexes episode. Was the worst? I feel like that was probably one of our worst episodes this season. season yeah, it was the battle outside of, the of conspiracy sexes. theories, y'all, because I love conspiracy theories, but I hated that episode. Yeah, it was just. We the the guys weren't. I don't think the guys were the problem. I just didn't feel like the the energy and the talk. I don't, I don't feel like they gave they gave what yeah. needed to be given for our first battle of the sexes episode. Yeah. So um, yeah. No, we're just we're gonna call it a spade a spade. So um, what guests will do you want to invite back and or not invite back? The only person I would think I would want to invite back is Osama. I really liked what he had to. Bring to the table. Like he challenged us. I feel us. like we're so biased because I feel like I was going to say, I want B to come back. I, okay. I fully intend on inviting him back season four. Okay. So, I mean, we can literally, maybe we can do a seasons of just like reoccurrings, like people, what people liked. Because, I mean, I loved Osama as well. Mm -hmm. And we loved that episode with, um, what's his name? Oh, my God. Dell. Dell. Dell was another good one. That was a really good episode. And then really Wona. Well, now was another. I'm just good I'm saying, like when we have those really good fucking people, yeah, we support me. But I'm saying, yeah, yeah. when we have them really good people, like I would definitely invite and them back. I wish Well Nas episode would have uploaded because the whole thing. Well Nas episode was a really, really good, good episode. episode. Mm -hmm. Really good. Yeah. So we're gonna. Ask I wish we had more good episodes like this with women, though. We we but we hardly have women guests. Though. Yeah. Because I feel like with um. So the, maybe for season four, we should work on having more women in our. We only episode. had like usually had on one. average, we always have like one to two female guests. I think season two season we did really two, good. We did really good. We did we um, four. Yeah, we had Jude. We had Roshanique, and that was a really good fucking episode. Yeah, the adulting, and then we had who else was a female on season two? The Girl Talk University. That was. Yeah, that was a good episode. That was competition, not yeah. um, um, not competition, but um, I think that was it. Oh yeah, we had three. Yeah, three. three. So this season we only had, had one. one. So yeah, definitely. I guess we can work on having more women on the show. But the but thing I feel is like not women, women but don't women, say yes. The thing is, women not even they don't say yes, they flake on us. Yeah, they flake on us more than men do. That's how bitches are though. How many times <laughs> has a nigga asked us on a date and we said yeah, then we flaked on it? I just did it last week. <laughs> I literally just did it last week Thursday, and he was literally telling me he was on his way to get ready, and then I was like, I'm repotting my plants. I can't go. 
I'm fucking sick. So we do it. I do it too. So what has this season taught you overall? This season has taught me that I can do so much better. I think I'm doing a great job, but I can do so much fucking better. I feel like, do you not, like we always say that you're your own worst critic though? A hundred percent. Yeah, we're all in toughest critic, but I just feel like there's so much more I could be doing and I'm not doing that. I could be in those spaces, in those podcasts and networks, in those events, and I'm not going and doing that. So why, if I want to put my podcast out there, I need to be in those spaces. Yeah. So, this yeah. season taught me I just need to be more self-disciplined. I like I said earlier with um the journey with this season, I feel like my discipline is always door here, door there. And we always joke about it, but no, my self-discipline can definitely be more like Ami. Focus. Focus. Not like she said, the universe is not gonna take care of everything. You have to put so yeah. I feel like in a different way, I think it's more um reflective than it was more of like the F like it's more reflective than it was about not caring about the podcast and where it goes. It's more of like what I can do to make myself more available to things that I know I want to get done. All right. One of our questions was, what is soft life and why girls think they deserve it? Soft life? Mm-hmm. What the fuck is that? Honestly, I've never heard of soft life. I don't know. Yeah, look it up for us. Because I'm going to say, we just as confused as you. And I feel like women deserve everything. So that's why women feel like they deserve it. Put, like, soft light, black Twitter, maybe. Like, maybe it's soft a... Soft light? Soft life. Life. Okay. Yes. Soft life. soft life. Okay, so while he's looking that up, I'm going to say... I'm going to read this question. It said, what are but some... But you can't do... Okay, soft, a life of ease. Oh, why do we feel like we deserve it? No woman wants their life harder than it needs to be. I'm going to so, do that. So soft, wait, wait, definition. Soft life is also a soft life, a life of ease without requiring hard work, sacrifice, and unpleasantness. I it is think, important to understand this social movement is less about wealth and more about access to standards and quality of living. I What's don't feel like, I feel like there's nothing wrong with your life to be peaceful. And when I see soft life, it means that you don't have to struggle. And we don't, I don't want no more struggling on black humans and or women, honestly. I'm so a, why do women feel like we deserve it? Because I feel like we grew up watching our moms work 10 jobs facts. and work hard at home, facts. work hard outside the home, take care of the family and try to please a husband that wasn't grateful for her. So... I feel like we think we deserve soft life because we do not want that life for I us. I don't want a life of suffering. I do not. And a lot of men see their moms see their mom suffer and they think, oh, my mom works so hard. So why my, are you not? Why are you not working as hard as my mom? Just because it's what she did does not make it okay. And baby, I'm not your mama. I don't want the same struggles your mama had. Yeah. So um, that's, I think that is what soft life, like I describe what soft life is and why we feel like we deserve it because... We are beautiful black queens, and that's why we deserve it. That's even funnier that you said that, because now we're getting into my question that was submitted, and it said, what defines pretty girl privilege, and how do you know you have it? Honestly, pretty for pretty girl privilege, and how I know I have it is I can sit somewhere and ask, put my hand out, ask a man for money, he'll give it to me. I don't know how many ugly bitches can just sit there, ask a man for money, and he'll automatically put a hand, money in their hand. I want to say pretty girl privilege is having a soft life because if your life is your life is easier i know a lot of ugly white women who have soft life they're just merry rich men <laughs> that's not well, I, um, they said we we have we define it for me that's how okay. i define it for me if my life is easy without really trying i want to say that's a soft life for me that's yeah. that's how i know a pretty girl privilege pretty, pretty girl privilege is walking in the club and looking at a nigga and then him inviting you when all your, your bitches, bitches to this section that, and you drinking their shit 
But what like about a bitch that, what, what about a bitch that does not go out? So how does she define her pretty girl privilege? She's not an outside bitch. When she gets free Starbucks. Or free Chick-fil-A or free Star uh, McDonald's. So That's anything for privilege. free means that you're pretty? I don't see a lot of ugly bitches getting shit for free. Like, whenever you get someone for free, it's either because they tip good or they're attractive. So, yeah, look at pretty girl privilege so we might get up the scope. I don't fucking know. So, next question. My next question is, what is a moment of adversity you experienced that changed your life forever? And this is from my girl, motherfucking Chula. And so a moment of adversity that has changed my life forever. I feel like being a dark-skinned black woman, I have to have a lot of adversity because it's um, so much I'm dealing with. Mm -hmm. Not only am I black, but I'm a woman and I'm a dark-skinned woman. Like we always say that with when we go off, it's a different story than if somebody else that looks like us. Like um, even, for example, I was watching um, a reunion over, um, what was it? It was the real housewives. And I'm just watching them. I'm just like, and how their mannerisms or how they talk just by the, how they experience life by being different shades of black. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the adversity comes with just being black. And we, and we know that. Like, okay. so for me, that's how I feel. Mine was when I was working at Luke's ice house. And the first time a white person really called me a nigger to my face. And he called me a nigger because he couldn't afford the beer. And when that happened and I told my manager and he did absolutely nothing about it and he didn't even care that I was called a nigger by a customer, he just let him sit there, was whenever I realized these white people are not your friends. They're not They're not here for you. Yeah. They don't care about you. And of course. Stuff like that can happen to you and they're just like, yeah, whatever. It's, it's normal to them. Mm -hmm. So that's when I realized, oh, shit, like I'm really one deep in this bitch. So pretty girl privilege, y'all, just to um – go back it says pretty girl privilege works on the principle that people who are deemed more attractive based on acceptable acceptable societal beauty standards have a upper hand in the world and are afforded afforded more opportunities than us regular folks don't have <laughs> that's true there's a whole abercrombie documentary and they were like people who were more attractive got to work regardless of their selves so even if you sold oh, more. I'm going to say, I feel like that's how the world works. And yeah. I feel like I wanted to make an episode about Pretty Girl Privilege. You're like, I don't want to talk about that. But I'm like, it exists. It yeah. literally fucking does. Because it's like. Not just Pretty Girl, Pretty People Privilege, period. Because like the people who are on like Love and Blind and The Circle and all those reality shows. You they're see always all generally the attractive. No, but when they're not, you see the treatment. Like, no offense. When people are not for the Western societal views of what pretty is. I'm, I mean, like, cause we thought that Deeps was cute. Yeah. But because, um, what's his name? Shake. Shake is so used to Western societal views of what pretty is. Mm -hmm. He considered her unattractive when they're from literally the same, same place. country. Yeah. And then even with people that are in places like but Asia I'm saying and for you Africa, to even get on that show, you have to be, somewhat relatively, attractive relatively we don't we don't see overweight people on their show we Facts. don't see super dark-skinned women on their show we don't see you know very looking asian women like whatever that's not what western civilization feel like attractive they don't even get on the but show on the other hand when there are black men they make them make sure that they're like extremely because i'm gonna say let's be real yeah oh boy that's with ayana He's black as hell. If I saw him in the streets, I'm like, oh, he's attractive. Yeah. But I'm saying when it comes to our and Ayana is shit, very pretty. I know. But I'm saying for her to be very pretty, like, like that's what I'm saying. For the people that look like us, you have to be extraordinary. Extraordinary. Yeah. Like, because I'm saying people like, what's her name? Trish? What was her name? The white girls get to be average. Average. You got to yeah. be white, blonde the hair with fillers. Like 
Yes. That's what I'm saying. Average ass white bitch. You're super average, yeah. but because that's what society sees as pretty because you have fillers. Ah, ah, ah. That's, mm-hmm. that's your norm. Yeah. So that's all we're saying. So the next question is, let me pull it up. I just had it. What are some relationship requirements you don't feel like that are required? One relationship that I don't feel that are required is, ooh, I don't feel like you have to be married to live together. Yeah. That's, that, that's a fact. I feel yeah. like I want to fill you out before, yeah, I'm marrying mm-hmm. you. Um, I think, yeah, a requirement that I have for relationships is. Um, that's not really required. That's not really required. And I might get some backlash for this, but I don't know how strongly I feel about actually being someone's, like, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I feel like if we can just vibe out and figure it out, and because I feel like once you give a title for something, even with like he's like you don't have to be married to live together. I don't know. I think once you get someone a title, it just changes the whole dynamic of everything. It's like the obligation because I'm I'm recently um, unpacking in therapy that I'm a commitment. Like I literally have commitment issues very badly, and so I feel like that's why sometimes I move the way I move because I don't want something so serious, but I think right now, I feel like a required for me, you don't have to be my everything. You don't have to be my fulfillment, you know? I'm gonna have to disagree with you because I remember this one relationship I had, and whenever we became boyfriend and girlfriend, nothing changed. And I feel like I feel that way because when I talk to a guy, we talk for so long mm-hmm. that when we do eventually get the title, it's just like another day for us. But you know, for me, it's but like you, I'm it's, high sensory. Yeah. So it's like I will like you one day and dislike you the next. Exactly. So for like, I'm going to say if I was to date someone for three weeks and then they're my boyfriend, it literally would probably be disingenuous because it's like I'm just like, that's such the- a switch, a huge change. But when we've already been doing this for months and months and we become boyfriend and girlfriend, to me, it's the next day because we've already yeah. been doing it. So I feel like more in my mind is I, it's probably going to change. You know, women change our minds every fucking day. But right now, for me, a requirement, you don't have to be like my everything, my ah, uh, because, uh, you know, when they're boyfriend, they want you to be your best friend. Maybe that's what I'm trying to say. When they're your person, they don't have to be your everything. They're your friend, your this, they're that. And that's too much pressure for one person. So I don't know how to explain it or do it, but not a requirement. I just don't need it. One of my question was, why are you so cute? And uh, thank you. Um, next question. Not you listening, not you asking that question and saying thank you. I mean, it was a question, and I I guess my mama. So just thank you. The um, question my next question is why do women be so ready to sabotage themselves just to get revenge? <laughs> because we hate y'all. <laughs> I want to say because women are secretly very vindictive. We secretly it's very open that we are we very vindictive, are vindictive and we like to play victim. We mm-hmm. we're like the kind of people that will put ourselves in a situation and be like, I knew he was gonna do this shit, nigga. I yeah. knew he was gonna do this shit. That's yeah. why I fucked da, 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 da. And it's like we literally want to act like we're playing the victim and then act like we are the hero of the story. Like not me fucking your friend thinking I'm the hero. Like women I, are fucking crazy. We that does crazy. make us a hero. So that's 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 a hero. Mm-hmm. Fucking the friend is a hero. Mm-hmm. Bitch, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing stones at a glass house. Exactly. We are literally the kettle call on the pot black. Like how are we saying bitches do this? Bitches niggas ain't this. Niggas ain't that. But then we go back and do it. Like we're and we act like we're doing it. And we're upping them when we literally are sad probably the entire time. Maybe you is. I'm not. I mean, I ain't never fucked a nigga's friend and been sad about it. So <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, sometimes it's not a bad thing. Sometimes a friend was just better. Okay. Some, that's why we say we got to meet all the friends before we choose. <laughs> you know? Or choose up. All of them. What are the cons of working in nightlife? Because, bitch, you always motherfucking tired. 
That's what it is. You're always tired. You're always around people drinking. You All you see is the horrible shit men do. You makes you not want to trust men because all the times you meeting these guys, they either have girlfriends, they have wives, they're in a relationship somehow. So it just makes you mistrust men as no, really. No, honestly, no. Yeah. And another thing I feel that is the con to working in the nightlife is it literally sucks the life out of you. It does. It's like you have to have a certain personality and or demeanor to deal with the people because some people will literally run you the fuck over, run you in, run you out. Like I'm saying, I'm very fortunate to work at a place where I'm not being pimped out and or like selling my soul. Because I mean, let's be real. There are some nightclubs where you got to look a certain way. They're pimping you out to certain people. I don't know if you heard about it, but it's actually a thing. Okay. So for me, I'm very fortunate to be surrounded by actually really good humans in my work environment. But it's not an easy life to live in. You it's have not. to. That's why I'm. If in my opinion, yeah. sometimes it feels like a script club. You got to be. You want to get as much money as possible to fund what you need for your dream, and then get the fuck out. Yeah. Um. That's why I feel like I need to take a mental health break from the job I'm working at. It's just like it's just a lot, and it's. Gets very stressful. So my question is, mm, 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 mm. here it goes. What makes a seemingly sane woman practice poor pussy management? You know, I think it's pick me culture. Um, women feel like they have to minimize themselves to be picked. Mm. Um, you know, like I can always say, if you're going to be a hoe, be a paid hoe. And I feel like if you're not going to... Uh, get the maximum payout for what you're doing why that's poor pussy management why I, do that i think poor pussy management equates to insecurity i feel like someone that's insecure about themselves or their um fullness of a, being a woman makes you make poor decisions in men because you think that your pussy's going to get you there instead of everything else in my opinion See, when i think of poor pussy management i feel like you're not you're not allowing your pussy to get you to the most higher level that you can get to. And I think so, the poor pussy management yeah. is you using your pussy to get to where you need. <laughs> That's literally how I feel it. Cause I'm like, most women sometimes will be like, uh, uh, uh. like, you know how the bitches that are like literally stupid as fuck be on Justin LaVoy, like that episode, like that one shit. She was like, he put me on this new life and you can't just fucking leave me and think that I'm, you're not going to pay for my fucking life. Yeah. And all she had was to bring was, was pussy. pussy. That's what I'm saying. Poor pussy management but is making isn't you that think, not good pussy management? Because no. her pussy allowed her to have the lifestyle that she had. Exactly. But you think that's all you need to get there. That's what's poor pussy management because you have to have more than just that. Okay. I think you're, you, you're thinking of pussy and personality. I'm not thinking of you. Yes. You, you have to have pussy personality to, to whatever, whatever, but just pussy management to me, I think is letting broke niggas fuck, you know, letting niggas who live in air match, who sleep on air matches fuck, um, not, you know, that's poor pussy management. Like just, if you're going to have sex with a certain, with men, to me, have sex with men who can't afford you a certain lifestyle, who can do things for you. Poor pussy management is for fucking a nigga. And when you need, when you call him because your tire is fucked up, he, he can't help you. Yeah. Poor pussy management is whenever you need $40, he can't give you $40. Yeah. Poor pussy management is you tell him you're pregnant. He says, oh. <laughs> you know, to me that's all poor pussy uh, management uh, <laughs> so yeah like have manage your pussy to have that's gonna up you that's gonna up you yeah we don't yeah. agree on that and we probably will never agree on that because yeah. sammy's pussy is more expensive like she <laughs> she wants caviar life and uh, uh 
And like she said, $500 just to fucking talk to her, okay? So <laughs> I don't feel the same way. But you know what? I can't judge how your pussy management is going because it's going very fucking well. It is. Uh, my question is, she asked, which is our girl Jude. Uh, Jude. I was going to say her. You Jude literally Denise. just said you was not going to say names. You've been well, I'm going to say, I say people's names that I know. So Jude.Denise, we love her. Shout out to you. Your YouTube is going well. Um, How do you stay motivated? How do I stay motivated? You. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. Cause some days like sometimes I get overwhelmed. Sometimes mm -hmm. I get like, I'm like, damn, like, cause sometimes when I'm like, Oh my God, we did so, we, I feel like this is such a great episode and we don't get the views. We don't get the, what's it called. And then like your positivity about where you're like, where we see we going and like, we're doing a great job. It's like sometimes whenever I'm feeling low about shit, knowing that I have a co-host that loves it, the, what we're doing and appreciates the work that we do makes me like, you know what, bitch? You are fucking right. We're doing great today. <laughs> no, I'm not going to lie because sometimes I'm not always as confident in everything in aspects of life. I'm a very confident person, but sometimes it does like get to us if we don't get enough views. And like, you know, some days when we post reels and you're like, it doesn't do this good. So I try to find something positive about mm -hmm. our reels. So it's like, I feel like having a motivated Co-host makes me more motivated because it makes me be like, you know what, bitch? I'm not just doing this for me. I'm doing this for our fucking city. We're doing it for us. Um, what, you how can do, answer it. Huh? What makes you motivated? How do we stay motivated? I think is my mindset that one day this is going to make us a million dollars. That's how I stay motivated because even though the vision is there and I feel like, girl, we are just, we are the shit and then some, you know? So the fact that one day... Mark my motherfucking words, June, April 25th, 2021, with 2022, damn, y'all, I said 2021, 2022, <laughs> one day this is going to make us a million dollars. Do you have any other questions? Because I have one more, but I don't know if it's- Yeah, I got another one. Okay, so let me see if this one. Wh oh. It is, will COVID affect your hot girl, hold on, hot ho, is it a hot girl summer this year? I mean, COVID disappeared like overnight. COVID is over. So nothing's ever going to stop me from being a hoe or stop me from being a hot girl. I feel like COVID is still here, <laughs> but it's gone at the same time. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> Facts. You know, they want to rate, they want to have inflation, but they don't want to talk about COVID. Yeah. But we're not going to get into that conspiracy. Um, question. Why do men cheat with women they want, they don't want you acting like? Because niggas are liars. Niggas say they don't like hoes, but they're very much showing they love that. They, I'm saying men want two things synonymously. They want a hoe and they want a fucking housewife. They don't want you to go out too much, but they want you to cook. They want you to clean, but read books. Like, I feel like men want these more than life caricatures because they are addicted to fucking porn. Mm -hmm. So they assume that, that we can feel their sexual desires, but men are not. Not speaking for all, men love their wives and they love their life, but they want something that sparks their animalistic side, if that makes any sense. Because, okay. I mean, just for me, for example, I love a very well-worked man who got his life together. But I also like a man that, like, fucking turns, the, turns me on, turns me the fuck on. And I feel like sometimes they don't come the same person. Mm -hmm. so. Sometimes they don't. Um, why do men cheat on women they don't want acting like, well, why do they cheat on their girlfriends with women they don't want acting like? I think it's because it's more of the conquering thing that men have, you know? When they see a, a girl that's doing the damn thing, they're like, oh, let me see if I can tame her. And that's just, that's just the side of thing I think of I it. think it's also the fantasy, too. It's a, it is a fantasy. It's the feed into, like, oh, you know, 
like like there's a whole saying, a lady of the streets and a freak in the, freak in the bed. And like you said, sometimes she don't turn you on. Sometimes the girl that you marry isn't a freak in the sheets. Like if you want a girl who's always gonna be a freak in the sheets, marry a hoe. Like I, that's not just, marry a hoe. Like it's true though. You, marry if, a girl that satisfies you. Ma- like marry a, marry a freak bitch. Like you yeah. you you can't marry the Virgin Mary and expect the Virgin Mary to only to turn out to be a hoe. If you're looking at the Virgin Mary as a woman that's gonna raise your kids and be the person, but you also have to realize a very big part of relationships interpersonally, like you have to have that passion in passion. my opinion, because I yeah. feel like. If you do not want to fuck your wife every day and or at least think about fucking your Why wife every day. Why do you think day, Offset married Cardi B? Because I want to fuck Cardi B and Ex- I want to hang out with her. Exactly. She's literally the combination of two things. She can go out, pop her pussy, be a bad bitch, come home and be a fucking wife. Yeah. Like he made the baddest bitch, in my opinion. Like I think Cardi B's a bad bitch. Yeah. But she's still a good fucking mom because right. she knows she can make songs like WAP, but she don't want her children to listen to it. Right. She Same has thing with Rihanna. Rihanna's a bad bitch, you know. She's a lot. And she got a bad attitude and she's sexy as fuck. She's still she's still gonna be a mom. That's like, what I'm saying. Like you they, need to if you want a freak in the sheets, marry a girl who's already a freak outside of the sheets. And if you want a <laughs> fucking woman that's gonna take care of your kids and love you and stand by you through all your fucking scandals. Marry that type of bitch. Marry that type of but bitch. But I'm saying, being that fucking lane, don't try to have two coinciding. Yeah. Like, it's going to fucking work for you. It don't work. Because most times, bitches are only okay with you having two bitches if you got money. I'm not okay with you having two bitches if you got but money. I'm saying most um, most women. Yeah. Most women, because I feel like if I don't want to be with you, but I know you're supporting my life. That's different. But if it's a guy you actually like and you want to be oh, with, you're not going to like, be Maybe I'm shutting that shit down real fucking Yeah. Quick. If what? I like you, I don't want, I'm not okay with that. But if I'm just using you for your money, then yeah, whatever. I don't care. It, actually, I want you to have two bitches. I want you to have two bitches. <laughs> Go and occupy your time. Please, because I don't want to fuck you. Okay, do you have another question or are we going to the next, um, what's it called? Yeah, we're going to the next thing. Okay, so who do you want to work with? I know we talked about this last season, but you know, shit elevates and changes. So who do you want to work with? I love this podcast, even though it's a couples podcast and I don't know how we're going to fit into it, but it's the end that we had sex podcast. They're so funny. They're just so funny and honest with each other. I love how she just be shutting her shit down. Like, and the thing, <laughs> it, it's like, they're not even like a big podcast, like where they're like lights and shit. They're literally... I think in their fucking garage they're with fucking mics. Exactly. So it was like, it looks. Well, like, I don't know. It looks like they're in their home. It looks very much like, no offense, respectfully, very low budget. It doesn't yeah. look as grand as what other people put into their podcast, mm-hmm. but it's still just as much relatable. And they have like 51,000 followers. Yeah, they have a lot. And that's why I was like, I'm not trying to discredit them because they have way more followers than us. Yeah. But I'm like, it just. It just looks like they're just being themselves, and right. I love that. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like they're not even out. Of, they're not doing it for money. They're not doing it for. They're literally they're just, just doing this- it for the for pure joy. Because like, you love this nigga, and we have a great life together. Yeah. So I do like. So them. having a husband that can do a podcast with it looks like so much fun. Okay, so who do I like? Who I want to work with? Uh, I, I literally love Crew Season. Um, they are Houston based. They're guys, and when I watch their videos, sometimes they be saying some real, real shit. But then there's other times that they trigger me. I just want to fucking combat it because I'm like, I know I feel like I have the energy to be able to, you know, talk my shit. Uh, uh, so when we have a Battle of Sexes 2, I think we should definitely invite them on and see what they give us or what energy we can bring out 
and or translate. I also like a podcast called Two Girls in a Rose. Um, I love everything love shows. Well, I know Sammy does because I love The Bachelor. She loves shit that's like on Netflix, like mm-hmm. Love is Blind and shit. But I've been a Bachelor's fan for a long time and they like really dissect that shit. And I'm like, you know what, nigga? You fucking right. So that's another I got podcast. the Poor Horsemen. You know, I want to work. Be on their show, The Poor Horseman. Oh, with LP? Mm-hmm. So he going to watch as he edits, and he's like, oh, I guess. It, he has yet to invite us on his show. He has and yet. I feel like I, it's about time. I'm going to say, what? Are we you not good enough for like you? like us. We have talent. You like Do you not? Doing, I'm going to say, yeah. But you're not showing us. And the thing is, we, we was supposed to get in your ass a few fucking um, weeks ago about us not getting invited to that networking thing. But Sammy put it in the wrong group chat. And then we was too drunk to remember it the next time. Yeah. But now... We got the balls today. And the last one is Hoda House Husband. I want to be on there. I show. fucking love them. Even yeah. though that shit looks low budget as hell too. Like, <laughs> Man, the low budget ones be having more followers they than They really us. do. Because I feel like it doesn't matter about the followers. I mean, I just feel like how it looks aesthetically. I'm looking at aesthetics. Yeah. And I'm like, they do make me like, they make me like giggle a little bit. Like, hey, hey, hey. So yeah, I like them niggas. Y'all rock. So networking in the podcast community. And or how we can all help each other. Because I feel like this is the part where we're like, okay, we're here now. We're networking. We're doing. And we're, like, talking about other podcasts. I I know you didn't want to call it etiquette, but I'm going to call it etiquette. So networking. How do you think networking and podcasting will help and or, you know? I just think just like there was whatever LP had, like there was a whole podcast on no, yeah, networking. I just need to be more of that. And we're talking about it, but I'm like, what are we doing to make it happen? Absolutely Facts. not a damn thing. So um, I wish more black podcasts would just work together yeah. and, you know, do more crossover episodes. And, you know, I feel like we do it, but I no, don't, we don't. I don't feel like we do. I feel like it, when it, I say we, I don't mean just us. I mean like yeah. other, I see other podcasts who yeah, do, do crossover it. episodes. So I feel like as a podcast, black podcasting community, I feel like we do it. I just don't feel like we do it on a grander scale. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, maybe a live show and have, like, other podcasts come in and do their own shit going on. So I don't know what the formula is. I just know that we just need to work together because as a black community, we know we have to work 10 times as hard to be on the podcast page. So, And I also feel that a retweet literally costs you literally no but do we do money. that do we retweet do we oh like yeah it? i retweet a lot of podcasts yeah. that follow because i mean on twitter i follow a lot of podcast pages mm-hmm. when it's like a new episode drops i always because we tweet pe- it yeah people do that to us they yeah. retweet our little snippets so i'm like i want to show them some love and i like do it obsessively because like i'll probably go a week or two without doing it but then i'll like retweet all of their old shit mm-hmm. and i'm saying yeah and a repost costs you no fucking money and i think that people do that all the time with us on instagram more so we do get love we, we get a lot get of love. love on instagram but i'm saying it's not that hard for you to go to somebody else's page and just post it on your shit so i'm just like yeah i just feel like sharing somebody else's work does not hurt you and it's not going to hinder your growth at all so mm-hmm. let's get into some other fucking questions and some questions um, what is something you think we should invest in this season, next season? Well, we already said a camera, and I definitely feel like we should invest in that. I feel like we should invest in what should we invest in? Shit, as a podcast, I want to invest in us getting one of these. I want us to invest okay. in one. I mean, I feel like we're getting enough in our taxes where we can at least um, find a girl. Good... Speak for yourself. Maybe you get a good amount too, though. <laughs> So I feel like if the investment is not crazy, 
Yeah. We, that's something we could talk about. I, like I don't want to invest in the same wine company that other people invest oh, in. Oh, no. I, no. I, I know a whole different wine okay. person. And or I want to I want to invest in that. That's something I want to invest in because I know that we drink a lot of wine. People do watch us drink wine. So why not drink our own wine? And or at least be in production or in talkings. That's something I want to invest in. Okay. What do you want to invest in? Uh, I want to invest in us. Making business cards, QR codes, getting like... I don't think we need business cards. I think we just need that little, what's it called, thing I sent you on. What's it called? The little pop it. Well, I want to invest in that. Like anything that we can be out there and we can just give to someone to, hey, follow our podcast. I want to invest in that because it's really... It's whenever I talk to people on a podcast, it's like, okay, whatever, whatever. I'm like, okay, well, follow us on this. Okay, let me see your phone. It's a lot of work. It is a people lot of work. are very lazy. Yeah. So if we have something that you can just scan or just get all the information real fucking quick... It's easier for us to I get mean, our when we get off we when we get off this we can do that right now. It's literally like forty dollars. Okay. So yeah, that's what I want an event in. Okay, so my question is, are you ready for Jamaica bitch? Bitch, that's my question to you too. Bitch! But well, I am ready for Jamaica. I'm really excited. We're going really? to Jamaica next week. Is, is it next week? Yes. It's next week. Oh my god. Well, it's literally Jamaica. here. <laughs> and the thing is we kept it so under wraps. Like we've just been like doing something. We talked like, about Jamaica. Have we? I think we talked about Jamaica once. Have we talked about Jamaica? Yeah, we talked about Jamaica. Yeah, you, you because I there. one of my questions was, are you excited about a trip in Jamaica? Oh. When it was around my birthday time. So we talked about Jamaica once. I'm but so fucking excited, My bitch. question to you is, what is something you want to do when we get to Jamaica? Oh, my God. Oh, I want to do one of those bad bitch photos when we're on the raft. We're on the raft and, like... You know, the waterfalls in the background. Okay. I want to do a little clay thing. That's what I want to do. I want to do that clay thing where they just rep. I just your body really want to like vibe out with my fucking best friend. Yeah. Like, I just want to like be around you. Are we going to smoke weed? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I just want y'all to understand. I love Sammy so much. <laughs> and I'm so glad that we're getting to celebrate her birthday together. And my I fake just, birthday. No, it's not a fake birthday, baby. We it's don't put it doesn't fucking matter. It's still for your birthday. It's still for my birthday. And I just, I just want to love with my friend. That's it. We're gonna love on each other and have a great I'm fucking so vacation. I'm so fucking excited. Oh! I'm excited too. Oh my god, it's next week. Oh, oh, my, oh god. my god. And I mean, we already did this earlier, and I don't even know why. Cause I put this as like, what was your least favorite episode and why? And you talked about it before I even got a chance to talk about it. So. Um, so this is the season finale, guys. Season We're gonna finale. be taking a little Can month we, hiatus. We gotta take some ass for them. I feel like this is the last time you're gonna see this booty. It's definitely not the last time you're gonna see this booty. They're gonna see this booty right now, though. So with that being said, y'all, I did not move my butt at all. At all, you did not. <laughs> Follow but us on all social media platforms. On everywhere except you literally missed it like you did last time. So follow us on all social platforms at the Rosemary Pull Accept Twitter, which is. And thank you for all this on this journey. If I did it backwards, and I, I understand this was probably like everywhere. We were talking about a lot of shit. This is yeah. the longest episode, so if y'all make it to the end, y'all are the real fucking ghosts. Cause I don't, know, the real I don't even know how we got to the end of this episode. Cause I'm actually kind of sexy, so. And give us a five star rating. It's a five star bitch.